Hello and welcome to another episode of the Common Man's Take on Sports with Kevin and Quentin. Alright, <clears throat> today I want to cover a couple of topics, Quentin, but the first one that I want to talk about is the, uh, the DB from Colorado State that's getting all the hate mail um, for the hit on Travis Hunter. So, um, first of all, let's talk about that for just a second. I think Deion Sanders did the right thing uh, coming out and denouncing uh, all those death threats and hate that was coming from the Colorado fans. That was uh, that was good. I thought that that was the right thing to do, not to support what was going on. So my hat's off to you, Dion, for doing the right thing <clears throat> and standing up. Uh, and telling the, those players, or not players, but the the fans, you know, don't you, sh- you shouldn't be doing that. That's not cool, and it and it's not really, it, you know, it's a it's a football game. The kid was making a football play. It turned out to be a, a bad decision because he ended up uh, injuring um, the uh, the other player, Hunter, and. It's an unfortunate event that that happened. However, it's football. Football is a violent sport and injuries happen, right? Sometimes players make plays in hindsight. They realize that it probably wasn't the right play to make. So the people that went out and, first of all, the person who made his his phone number in his email and his mom's phone number and email public should be ashamed of themselves should really be ashamed of themselves and second of all the fans or the followers of Deion Sanders that were sending those making making those calls to his mom and him and sending that those death threats through email to him and his mom should also be ashamed of themselves it's a sports game right you know I'm a fan I watch my favorite teams play is there plays I don't like yeah is there players that I don't like? Yes. But do I pray for that, that player to get hurt? No. I don't like Draymond Green. I think he's a dirty player, but I don't ever wish him to get hurt because he's he's a person just like anybody else. You know, there's other players I don't like, but I don't ever wish anybody to get hurt because that's just that's a shame. That's their lifeblood. That's their, you know, they're playing football. They're doing something I wanted to do. So... I would never wish ill upon anybody like that. And the people who are sending those death threats or making those threats or bothering them like that should be ashamed of themselves. Um, what do you think, Quentin? Yeah, I'm on the same page as you. I think, I mean, it's football. It's a violent game. This is, it's it's not that hard to realize. Like, this is a violent game. Um, sometimes players make the wrong decision. That's fine. Sometimes they make the wrong decision. That's that's really fine. It's it's that's just playing football. They're just uh, Colorado State's D, DB was just he's just trying to do his job, play football. And you can't. I I gotta agree with you. Those um those fans were bothering them, sending the sending them those death threats. I do agree with you. They should be ashamed of themselves. This is how football is meant to be played. That's. I mean, he's a kid. He made a mistake. You know, I'm sure that 
he went back and watched that play and realized he made a mistake. So, you know, they, they're going to, he's, those kids make mistakes all the time. Yeah. And he, he doesn't deserve the, all the hate mail or anything that he's getting. That's, that's just ridiculous. That's, that's a shame. And I, I applaud Dion for stepping up and releasing a statement condemning that sort of thing uh, because that's, that was the right thing for him to do to kind of let them people know that, hey, you know, stop doing that nonsense. That's that's ridiculous and uncalled for. And it really is uncalled for. They're like in any sport. You know, there's always going to be plays that are questionable and, and kids make mistakes. And when they go back and look, they realize it was, you know, maybe a bad angle or, or a bad move what they did. And so then they, you know, they don't do it again. So <clears throat> um, that definitely should be ashamed of themselves for bothering that kid and I mean not even just the kid his mom like they were sending his mom calling his mom's phone and leaving death threat voicemails and you know bothering that kid in his family that's ridiculous really really ridiculous and, and just uncalled for and just a shame that that happens that people take that sort of approach uh, today so that's that's just insane to me like I've I have never in all my years watching sports ever wanted to send somebody a death threat for any reason whatsoever. Again, I might not like players and I might not like how they play, but I would never wish ill on anybody. And that's just ridiculous that that's going on. <clears throat> so I wanted to also talk about uh, the Nick Chubb injury, um, you know, I hope everything turns out okay for him. That's an unfortunate injury. That's an unfortunate happening again. Football is uh, a violent sport. It was a regular football play, and he hurt his the same knee that he hurt in college at Georgia when he got hurt. So, unfortunately, you know, that may be the end of his career. I hope not for him. For his sake, but at a bare minimum, I just hope he's a he, you know his he heals okay and, and his knees okay. Um, it bent ninety directions the wrong, the it's, it bent in a ninety degree direction the wrong way, and so unfortunately he's probably got a lot of damage in there. Um, and that's just unfortunate that that happened to him. And uh, we just wanted to send our thoughts and prayers out to Nick Chubb and you know wish him a, a fast and full recovery that's unfortunate and uh, that is also an unfortunate reason why teams do not like to play running not like to pay running backs that big money now just because they they get hit so much like that and, and they are the most injured player on the field just because they take the most hits um, and so that's an unfortunate realization of the game of football Hopefully he makes a full recovery from his injury and is able to continue his career at least. Um, if he can't continue his career, at least be able to recover fully and, and walk normally and, you know, have uh, full full range of that leg. Uh, so cover uh, the results of the Monday night games. Uh, Panthers lost 2017 to the Saints, which I expected. 
and then obviously because of the, the Nick Chubb injury, uh, Pittsburgh beat the uh, Browns. So that actually was a pretty good game for the most part. Yeah. <clears throat> I saw the results. It, it looked like uh, a better game for Kenny Pickett. Yeah, it was 26 to 22, uh, Pittsburgh. All right, so see, let's take a look at Kenny Pickett there. He was about 50% completion percentage, 15 to 30 for 222 yards, one touchdown, and one pick. Now, they didn't have much of a running game, but that, that Cleveland defense is pretty tough. They have been for several weeks in a row. George Pickens went crazy in that game. Four receptions for 127 yards and a touchdown. So, uh, yeah, they are uh, they're definitely the real deal. And uh, man, Cleveland looks good. I, I saw that they signed uh, uh, Cream Hunt. Sorry, I went blank there for a minute. They signed Cream Hunt to come back and play. So we'll see how that goes. But Ford Ford did admirably in Chubb's absence. He ran for six, 16 attempts for 106 yards, a 6.6-yard uh, per carry average, which isn't bad. So they might not be in such a bad spot without uh, Chubb. We'll monitor that going forward. But, uh, yeah, that Cleveland defense looks to be the real deal for sure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <clears throat> wow. Some of the games I'm looking forward to in week three are uh, Green Bay and New Orleans, Detroit and Atlanta, uh, Denver and Miami, and uh, that Arizona-Dallas game, which Dallas probably won that one pretty handily since Arizona doesn't have their quarterback I, that Baltimore Indy game might be pretty good too because Indy's had a couple of good weeks now so yeah uh, is Gardner Minshew playing that game yes he will be I'm pretty sure that Anthony Richardson is still in concussion protocol so uh, okay well, well uh, that, that looks like a good game we'll see if he gets cleared he does have a possibility to be cleared before Sunday, but I doubt it. Um, historically, players who are in concussion protocol, it usually takes a couple weeks before they get cleared to uh, to play, and uh, rightfully so, because it, it does take you know more than a few days to recover from a concussion. They always want to you know, for stuff like that, especially in football. You always want to err on the side of caution, right? Make sure the players completely recovered from their concussion before you let them play again so usually it takes about two weeks before historically it's taken about two weeks before players are cleared but we'll see he there's a possibility he clears it and does play sunday we'll keep an eye on that and see what happens yeah um i know that the uh corn ferry tournament for golf is coming up we're going to try to get uh, some tickets for that it happens in uh, Newburgh, Indiana. 
We're going to see if we can't get some tickets and get into that and maybe do a podcast from the Corn Fairy Tournament. So we'll see what happens there. Tickets are kind of hard to get. <laughs> I'll see if I can't score some quick enough. Maybe we'll go over there for a day and kind of check out the action and do a podcast from there. Um, so, I know that uh, Bryce Young got a, uh, had an ankle injury in the uh, in the last game on Monday night against the Saints. He finished the game, but he was limping a bit. So, the uh, he hasn't practiced yet this week. So. He may not start Sunday against Seattle. Andy Dalton may get the start uh, if uh, Bryce Young can't go. Oof. Yeah, so we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I mean, that might be a pretty good game because, um, who was it? 25-28 against the Vikings when he started. Or was it in London? Oh, you're talking about Dalton? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. I've looked that up. If you're recalling that, you're better than I am because I have no idea. Uh, I'd have to uh, look that up. I'm not sure. That's a good call out, though, if that's right. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I remember watching that game, but... tell you, a couple of college sorry. games I'm interested in watching this weekend are the, uh, the Clemson and Florida State. I'm yeah, excited to watch that one. Interesting. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's going to be an interesting game. Now with Jordan Travis, yep. looks like he's questionable. Colorado and Oregon. I'm oh. ready to watch that one. Oh, yeah. Action pack. Uh, Ole Miss and Alabama. I'm ready to watch that one just because of Alabama's struggles. I did see that Alabama named uh, Jalen Milrow the starter again, which I don't know why they went away from him last game. I mean, even if you thought he was struggling a bit, you know, let him work it out in a, a yeah. game like that. Yeah, I mean, this is a Texas team, so I yeah. mean, you can't expect him to be perfect. Great, just, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know why they set him last week. That didn't make sense to me, but yeah, you know, whatever. Maybe they wanted to figure out what they had on the bench, I guess. Yeah. Uh, that Texas Baylor game might be a good one to watch, and then the other game I'm interested and in, definitely going to watch is. Ohio State, Notre Dame. Woo! I'm ready to see that one. Oh, yeah. I, uh, again, this is the first time in a very long time that I'm not sure who's going to win that game. I think yeah. Notre Dame has a real chance to beat Ohio State. Yeah, they have a good offense now. With uh, They got Sam Hartman from the transfer. He's looking pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. I'll definitely yeah. be watching that game. Boy, I won't, I, I'm... It'll be interesting. Iowa and yeah. Penn State will be a good one to watch also. Yeah. Might have to switch back and forth between those two. Yeah, we'll see what Cade McNamara can do. <clears throat> I think in his Big Ten debut. Yeah. With Iowa. Yeah. Uh, yep, that is true. So, yeah, I'm ready. Obviously, we'll watch the Michigan uh, Rutgers game at 11. But, uh, yeah, yeah I'm, the, I'm actually excited to say the LSU-Arkansas game, too. I think that might be a good one also. Yeah, yeah, but those yeah, are looks like a good one. I couple think. of games I'm interested in watching. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I feel like the LSU was the LSU Arkansas game. I forgot what the score was, but 
I remember it was pretty good last year. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, so I think it's gonna be the same this year. I think it's gonna be pretty good. LSU, Arkansas. <clears throat> wow. Oh. So a new story just broke uh, at six thirty p.m. tonight. The Minnesota Vikings are trading for Cam Akers from the Los Angeles Rams. Oh, wow. Wow. The I... deal includes a swap of the 2026 draft picks. So, wow, I, I really don't that's know. their answer to replace Dalvin Cook's Cam Akers. Well, that's a, there goes the Vikings hole in their uh, running game. Yep, I think that's a good uh, pickup for them. I think that's a good move for them, actually. I think Cam Akers is going to going to be a good pickup for them and can kind of like you said he'll I agree with you I think he will plug that that uh, hole in the running game they've had I think uh, that'll be good for them yeah he'll actually get them a winner because they're 0-2 so now that they've got Cam Akers I now I feel pretty good about the Vikings yeah yeah they should win a couple there after that so now, uh, uh, with Cam Akers, uh, now they'll have, well, he's a pretty decent uh, receiver. Uh, he can catch the football, so this is mm -hmm. this is going to give Kirk Cousins more weapons to throw to <clears throat> in this game, uh, this season. So, I'll, that's that's a pretty good that's a pretty good. Uh, play to get in the trade. Yeah, I agree. I think that's good for them. and I, I think that uh, they'll have a very different uh, approach to their game. Let's see who they play this week. Uh, I'm not sure who they play this week. Let's uh, check it out. Me either. This week, they play... Chargers so I bet their run game will look a lot different against the Chargers this week um, I think they'll probably get their first win yeah now with Cam Akers yep. then, uh, this may be because then uh, like you said he'll have more weapons to throw to they'll have, they'll have a better season this year <clears throat> with Cam Akers and Man, if only the Panthers could have been that smart to trade for Cam Akers. Yep, that would have been probably that, one of the best pickups they've made this season. I agree. Having him and uh, Miles Sanders together for, uh, you know, just to share carries, I think would have been a great. Great, great. Yep. I saw the Bears defensive coordinator uh, resign today. He listed health concerns um, Alan Williams he resigned from the Bears as defensive coordinator and it's uh, said that uh, Bears coach Matt Eberflus will take over as his de take over defensive play calling duties on Sunday for now until they can find a replacement or internally or externally so that's an interesting uh development there yep. Bears defensive coordinator stepping down that's interesting but uh 
yeah, a couple of moves, a couple of things there in the news. Uh, we'll see how that affects the uh, the games on Sunday. Excited to see some more football this weekend. Yeah. Basketball, well, the baseball playoffs are around the corner. Oh, yeah. The it's, playoffs. Uh, yep, they're coming. Let's see what the standings are. As of today, Baltimore is in and Tampa Bay is in. Uh, Houston will get in. They're 85. It's close, but they should get in. I don't know. Boy, I said that about uh, who it was in the other uh, in the National League division. And man, that, that race was so close that it's, it's rotated like 20 times. But Houston's 85 and 68, and then you got uh, Seattle and Texas 84, 68, and 84 and 68. So that's actually a close, close race right there. I think, uh, anyway, Houston's 85 and 68. They're in as a leader, division leader in Minnesota, 81 and 72, which nobody's catching Minnesota in their division. Uh, Toronto is 84 and 67. Seattle's 84 and 68. Texas, 84 and 68. So they're still battling out. For that, that wild card spot out of their division. Yeah. Yeah. Go down to the National League. Atlanta's in. The Dodgers are in. Obviously, Milwaukee should get in. They are uh, way ahead of the Cubs or the Reds. Um, that is still a very close race there. Yeah, <laughs> the they're like six games ahead of them. <laughs> the Cubs are 79 and 72. Miami is seventy nine and seventy three, and the Reds are seventy nine and seventy five. Yeah. So, that is still a very close race for that last wild card spot. Yeah. You have the Diamondbacks who have separated themselves a little bit at eighty one and seventy two, and the Phillies who are eighty three and sixty nine. So they're more than likely in. The Cubs are on a. They have a one game win streak. Their last ten games, they're three and seven. Marlins are six and four. The Reds are six and four, and the Diamondbacks are six and four. So this race is far from over. It's getting there, but it's still far from over. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, only a few weeks left. Yeah, now the Phillies are locked in. They're not moving anywhere. Nah, yeah, I think the Phillies definitely are going to make it. Yeah. Um, that's like Toronto and, and or not Toronto, but Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's in. They got their wild card. They're not. It's they're in. They're not going anywhere, so yeah, the Major League Baseball starting to shape up. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. The last thing that I want to go over is a few weeks ago I released a podcast about the Michigan State scandal, yeah. and so now the university has sent a letter to Mel Tucker, a couple of days ago, he has seven days to respond to that letter, but it is a letter informing him that they have intent that after his hearing that they will fire him for cause. So, that's interesting, to say the least. So, we'll see what happens with that going forward, but basically they're telling him they don't care what the results of the hearing are. You embarrass the university with the whole story coming out and this whole thing going on and you broke the 
confines of your contract by embarrassing university, which I I read. They kind of detailed his contract a little bit in the article, and like it was pretty detailed about doing things that would embarrass the university. So they are are definitely going to uh, specifically said they're going to let him go. Um, so I know he'll probably fight back. Uh, as far as still getting his pay, because I'm sure they're going to try to fire him without paying him, yeah. and they still owe him over $76 million. So we'll see how that plays out. But that's just another thing going on at Michigan State. They've had a lot of issues the last probably eight years or so, yeah. and things just seem to be getting worse for them. So we'll see what happens with that, but... Um, that was just a little bit of an update on what's going on with the Michigan State scandal. Um, that is uh, all I have for today. Do you have anything else you want to cover before we end the show today? No, nothing else. All right. So don't forget, um, if you like our podcast or if you're friends, you want to recommend us to your friends, they don't listen to podcasts. We do have a YouTube page under the Common Man's Take for Sports where we post our episodes every week or every day that we release one. We post it there. We post it on Facebook. Our Facebook is under Kevin first name, Quentin second name. And uh, you'll see our logo on the page, Common Man's Take on Sports. We also post our episodes there where you can listen to them. If you don't like podcasts, if you do like podcasts, you can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, uh, iHeart, iHeartRadio, um, FM, and several other platforms. Almost any platform that has a podcast, you can find us on. So look for us there. Please, please, please give us likes and subscribe and follow us. We would appreciate that. If we can get up to a thousand downloads and a hundred followers, um, we get to we we would we would really appreciate it because it, it would move our podcast forward to the next level. So please, please, if you would subscribe and hit that like button, um, but that'll do it for our show today. We thank you. We thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed it, and we hope you come back to listen to the next show.